You're listening to the Sleuth Podcast. Real private investigators here to help you find the truth when you need to know. Sharing sometimes shocking, sometimes heartwarming, and sometimes hilarious stories from the field. They keep it real. Interviews with experts bring you insights on how people leverage PIs in their lives and in their businesses. Licensed by the Department of Public Safety, here's your hosts, Jamie and Lindsay. (laughs) Welcome to the Sleuth. Yes, today is the podcast of your favorite investigators, Jamie and Lindsay, and we're here to tell you the truth when you really need to know. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm, I'm not. Oh, can we can we talk <laughs> you about first? Me? Yes. <laughs> what is it? What happened? Did you go to jail? I went to jail. I sat in jail for three hours. Shout out to Mr. Brown. It wasn't because of me. <laughs> Because he's always like, it's you. They want you to be in there talking to them for three hours. No. So we sat in uh, in the jail, myself and Allison and our attorney friend, to convince this man. I just need him to be honest. I need him to take his plea deal. He's not going to take the plea. What are you doing for him? Investigating, yes, on his behalf by way of the attorney. And our job is to go through the discovery, which is basically all of the police's evidence against the defendant in the case and find a hole or be able to follow up on some kind of lead and provide some kind of evidence that will be helpful in defending him in this criminal case. He's just not being super helpful. I mean, it's hard to fight a case especially knowing that, that you know all the of. details when we're working for them not about guilt well, I don't know anything about this case so yeah so it's just disproving everywhere that we can and he's not being helpful with that right now so it's kind of stressful so what's it like when you go in there like from from the time that you get there as the investigator and you're like hey I'm an investigator I'm here to Mm, don't start like that. I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you just kind of roll up in there. I'm here to see so-and-so. Of course, they always want to know who you are. As PIs, we have to get a letter from the attorney basically saying that we're going to go see this person. They're in this jail, and we have access to that person till January or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And so this is a, a federal case, and they go a little bit different than state cases they go a lot bit different than state cases and they can kind of move your client around whenever they want to and so sometimes that's a a hurdle that you got to jump through and criminal cases are hard because they don't trust us right off the bat and you know we don't have unlimited funds to work with and so I need to get the juice in the first two or three visits other than that we're just spinning our wheels and we're not going to get anywhere Does the jail allow you to sit there for as long as you need, or do they say, okay, you've got half an hour? Wake County Jail, they have two jails. So you got the one that's downtown next to the courthouse, Mm -hmm. and then you uh, the public safety center, I think Mm -hmm. is what they call it. And then you have the Wake County Detention Center, which is on Hammond Road. And there's different rules and guidelines for each one. If you have a quick visit, you can always just go downtown and just see your client real quick. But if it's over two hours, you have to like set up an official visit through at Hammond Road, who's going to be there, what y'all planning to do. If you're going to bring a computer, that's a whole nother line that needs to be written in your statement. And it's the only way that you can see the client is to go see them in jail. Right. 
like I said, but I and I won't name <laughs> which one I had to go to, but um, much better than that jail I had to go to where I had to stick the Sharpie in the corner of the door so that I would not be <laughs> locked into the damn jail with uh, the criminal. Wonderful. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. So when you go, are you, I mean, because you're not going as like a regular visitor, right? You're going, you know, basically in the same aspect as the attorney as the representation would go so are you on the other side of glass or are you talking to them through oh the no phone? i'm sitting here looking looking at him like i'm looking at you so you're across the table right there's no shackles there's no handcuffs just a jail suit and is there us. anybody else in there with you Mm-mm. any guards no no Mm-mm. damn i hope you're not gonna beat me up i'm trying to help you shit well you don't know you don't know and i guess you know that's you know, but I love the Lord and he protects me in situations like that. So, I don't, you know, you can't not see the people. Right. And a lot of times, even when you are behind glass, they, there's still some kind of somebody can hear you. And, you know, when you're an attorney or a private investigator, all of that stuff is confidential. And so they're not going to have you, you know, in earshot of all the rest of the inmates. And I can't wait till I can do stuff like that. You're on the way. I know. I'm trying to get Lindsay all... Got so, up and ready to go. Right. So my job at Blackman is I've always been what we call in the PI world a surveillance investigator. <laughs> if you were not surve- surveilling these people, we wouldn't have anything. That's true. My position at Blackman is I'm kind of in the middle right now. I'm learning how to uh, do everything that I don't know how to do. So I I don't typically do the criminal cases yet like you guys do, so none of the state or federal cases, but I will be, which is exciting. Yay. Girls do better. Really? Yeah. We're just softer in general, and we are... I feel like some people would say that that's worse. Yeah, But not when you are talking to people who are in hard situations, and they're already kind of like leery about talking about it anyways. And right, they might be more open. Right. A little more forthcoming. Know. I usually do really good out there in those type of situations. I don't get too fancy, you know. Right. I don't look like a cop. Right. So that happened today. I'm still, my mind is at the jail. I'm trying to get out. (laughs) But I'm frustrated with him because I want him to be more cooperative and helpful because the clock is ticking and feds don't care. They're not, they're not going to. How much time do we have on these criminal cases? It just depends on when we get involved and what, what they already have going on. Do they normally give you a deadline or is it just until it's done? No, it's until it's done. Usually by the That's time cool. we get on the case, it's it's they need us for some reason, you know, to either do statement, witness statements or to check into witnesses or, you know, so we're kind of at the endish of the case, but there could mm-hmm. still be things that are happening that would cause the case to get turned back some months. But see, in the feds, the problem is, so our guy is up here in, in uh, Wake County now, but the feds can move you all over. Wherever they want to. They can move them to Greensboro tomorrow and they could say, oh, you know, that's not going to work. We need you in Pamico County. Yeah. You know, two days from now. And so as an investigator, you just kind of have to go where the client is. But I'm loving this attorney right now because she is badass and she's got some pull, man. I love it. She's She's new, right? I'm like, I'm with her. (laughs) Yeah, her. She. I'm with her. So I like working with her. She's brand new. Um, Yeah. So. We were working on his case with another attorney, and he was not happy with that attorney, and so um, they assigned him somebody else, and so she decided to keep us on the case. Since Does the inmate get to choose their attorney? No. Court appointed. Right, because the state is paying for it. Exactly. So, like, if you go in there and you say, 
yes, I need an attorney. I don't want to hire an attorney. I can't, you know, don't want to represent myself. Then they appoint you an attorney. Yeah. Whatever. So thank you. I feel better. You had to get that off your chest. <laughs> I've said it like five times, but that, that it's like every time Jamie goes to jail, she she's got to talk about it. After. You can't be on your phone. You can't have yeah. your phone. And if you do have your phone, you don't want anybody to think that you're yeah. helping out the defendant to be doing something that they shouldn't be doing. I mean, yeah. you know, so it's it's interesting. On top of that, usually have to worry about parking. So usually I end up with a ticket <laughs> by the time I get out of jail because I'm always in there longer than I. Oh, yeah, because unless you went ahead and paid for like a full day, uh, you couldn't like be on your parking app. That. Like, like adding Lin- another 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Remember, <laughs> I was like, phone. I was like, Lindsay, why did you pay for a whole day of parking? And you just did a criminal record search. <laughs> Look, I, it takes I, less than two hours. And yeah, I'm going downtown. I have my favorite parking lot. And at that moment, I'm a creature of habit because I hate downtown. <laughs> really? I really do. Yeah, I can't get anywhere without a GPS. But if I'm on foot, I'm OK. So I really like to park in the same lot. And then I will walk from there. I'm trying to pull up like right in the front of the of the building that I need to be. In. <laughs> yeah, like, there like, are a few times where like- I'm like sitting outside <laughs> waiting for you, and oh, there's Jamie driving by the courthouse again. Oh, there she is the other way. <laughs> She's on speaker. Like I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to pull in a full day parking lot. That just gives parallel me- parking downtown makes me really nervous when there's a lot of traffic oh, because you it. you inevitably get those people. That just don't, um, uh-uh. they can't tell that you're trying to parallel park. Right, because you're not and being then aggressive they don't, enough. They don't give you enough room. You have to be aggressive. You have to say, I'm going here. Here's my signal. I'm fucking getting a hard left out of this. <laughs> and I'm about to whip in. And the next thing you know, I'm here. And if you, <laughs> and if you, you stay <laughs> far enough back, you won't have to worry about this. And I'll be out of your way in 10 seconds, sir. Yeah. I oh, love no, to drive. I overthink it. I used to be paranoid about driving when I was younger. So when I started doing PI work, I was like, I can go anywhere. It doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, well, that's changed things for sure. Yeah. But it, it's something about downtown that makes me anxious when I'm driving. I don't know. There's just, there's so many one-way streets. There's so much foot traffic. Dumb like, drivers. Dumb drivers. There's, you know. Dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, right in that area, you've got a mix of, like, the business world, the criminal world, and students. All I know is stay in between them two white lines. And as long as you stay in between those two, (laughs) well, I can't be held responsible for, you know, my vehicle. They're pedestrians. They have the right of way. Stay in them white lines. (laughs) Because if you're not in the white lines. to chest. (laughs) Cross that road. (laughs) My dash cam will show that you were over the line. (laughs) Right. right. Oh, so let's go to the social media marketing world really quick. Oh, what happened? Um, so I was talking to my kid's dad. Shout out to Big James because he listens to us every week. Oh, yay. Hey. He's awesome. I know. <laughs> he hears you hitting on Michael Ely every week. Girl, he don't care. <laughs> we love each other, but it ain't like this. I said, have you followed us on Instagram yet? And he's like, no. I'm like, why not? <laughs> He's like, because you, I'm waiting for the 100th follower. I was like, <laughs> oh. He's waiting oh, yeah. for it. I said, What? I wonder like, if, like, right when we get to, like, 95, we're going to get, like, 20 he, followers right away got, trying to be number one. He said, didn't you realize that your followers slowed down after you <gasps> posted that? And I said, oh, my God. <laughs> we're changing that today. So. All right. What's, what are we doing now? When we get our 
100 followers which means that you have to go ahead and get on there because if you're you're not in the pot James said that you won't be picked (laughs) right (laughs) so when we get to our 100th follower we will give away five shirts we will randomly yes we will randomly select size small to extra large (laughs) if not you have to hang that shit on the wall and just call (laughs) it limited sizes (laughs) we just created a YouTube page we did so if you want to listen to the sleuth on at your computer at work or just, you know, filter it through the rooms in the office so that everybody and you can, can you hear. you can subscribe on YouTube also in the same way that you could subscribe on your podcast apps. Right. And then you get to hear our lovely voices. Right. Through YouTube. So five shirts and sleuth swag will be going out <laughs> once we hit that hundred followers. We'll, DM we'll contact you. you. <laughs> yes. Have you seen the investigator? underscore something yes who is yeah. that guy i don't know i've looked at his page before but i forget some well, investigator he shares all kinds of stuff right and he's an individual pi mm-hmm. so i don't know where he's at i've been getting a lot of those on linkedin lately a couple of new pis i know they're everywhere yeah i mean what i think it's cool i mean what if they start listening to our podcast and they want to be on the show i was listening to another pi podcast today pi advice and he was reminiscing, I guess he's like 15 years into his career or whatever. So most of his listeners are PIs. And he was kind of reminiscing on back in the day when he was a uh, young and hungry PI taking all the cases that he could. And he said he traveled all the time, like mm. across states. And I was like, why? <laughs> How much do they pay you for that? You know, like unless you're working like a high profile case or something, why wouldn't you just call another PI in another state and be like, hey, I got this. And then stay, stay and work your cases at home. It just kind of just depends on the PI, their lifestyle, and, and, you know, what kind of work they're willing to do. I mean, if I didn't have kids, I don't have a husband, but if I didn't have any (laughs) children, then I would have... Yeah, that's got a lot to do with it. I I would have zero problems traveling into wherever behind my client. Right. Especially if you, you know, are for sure where they're going to be and you kind of have a good track on what's going on with them. Why not? I'm out. I mean, that means that, you know... All of your expenses are going to be paid. You know, if if your client is on it like that, then get that money. Get it. Why give it to somebody else? We do it a lot because we have, I just feel we like have that, PIs that's that have more other like jobs. Case turnover, though, also. Why? Why? Because you can take on a higher caseload in that way. Yeah, but you if you're could, only one you PI work, or one yeah. or two PIs working, I guess you, that's you it. need to take the money where you got it. I think it. in the situation he was talking about, he was working for kind of like our, our last episode. He was doing some type of insurance work. Oh, yeah. Stay on it. Yeah. Hell, we because in that way, it. they're very competitive. You know, the, the insurance companies have a pool of PIs that they pick from. Right. And if they're offering you the work first pick and you turn it down, obviously, you know. There you go. It's getting passed on to somebody else. Right. But in our situation, I would much rather stay and work a case at home than travel out of state. Yeah. And again, that probably comes down to having a husband and having kids and, you know. Right. And your case manager knows what kind of, you know, cases are going to work for who they've yeah. got working. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to, you know, stay right. and do an overnight case. I'm, I'm, I've done a couple of those. I, I like them every now and again. Yeah, until like the one that Leanne was like, is like missing her mommy, and oh yeah. then well, we got to deal with she's all really that. Tiny right now, but I know there was like that saying, that one time I got to go stay in a hotel. It was like only an hour away, 
and we had the budget for it. And you were like, you want to stay in a hotel? And I was like, shit, yeah. And, and I, <laughs> mommy night. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I picked out the best hotel room with the best bathtub. Like I was on Google for a long time. I was like, I'm going to go have a mom night. When my case is over, I'm going to go take a long bubble bath. That's what I did. And it was amazing. I think I've worked two cases like that and they kind of work against me. I do better when I'm like. I usually regret it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you ain't got nowhere to stay. You barely have anything. You have no clothes in the car except yeah. for what you have on your back. You oh, have no, a prepared. charger for your camp. Well, I'll stay out there all night. I mean, have, well, the, I've the case I cases. was working wasn't like that one. Oh, I worked a case where I came up with the sun. I was like, Mally, <laughs> the sun just came up and I'm still here. Oh. I actually enjoyed that. I'm limited. excited to learn all this all this new stuff that's coming up. So we're we're moving our office. We've got a lot of changes coming in Blackman and Oh, um, can I say about my favorite change? Yeah. Shout out to Bruce. I'm oh, I'm, lo- yeah. I'm working on my shout outs. Hey Bruce. So. <laughs> Does he listen? <laughs> oh, not yet. He will. We'll tell him. He will. <laughs> so Bruce is our case management builder. He is awesome. Creating the system for us. He is creating a case management system for us that will keep up with our clients, our cases, our contacts. And it's awesome. Our emails. You haven't even you haven't even been on that one. You're on the on the glip. Yeah. That's awesome too. But the case management well, no, system the first day does I was, everything that Tanya is doing. I know. Without us. He having did like to a little mini anything. thing. I think it was after you you were working. You had to get off, but I was just kind of watching and he was showing that to Tanya for the first time on that day. And I was like, ooh, yeah, this really can do everything. I love new stuff like that. Yeah. Do you own or manage a business? The people you employ represent your company and your reputation. They might drive company vehicles or wear your logo. Your business's name is in their email. Blackman Detective Services pre-screens employees for statewide or national criminal records and DMV history so you can know before you hire. Verify the resume licenses and certifications for anyone applying to work for your business and your home. Thoroughly examine your child care and elderly care and even pet sitters. Call Blackman Detective Services and put good people to work. All opinions expressed on this podcast do not constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The views expressed by participants are in their individual capacities only, not those of Blackman Detective Services. Listeners of this podcast should contact their attorneys to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information expressed in this podcast is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation. I plan on traveling. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> what do you mean? What? I just want to, I just need a break. I'm, oh, I'm like getting a vacation. Yeah, I'm getting tapped out a little bit. I need a break. You should do a cruise. I've always wanted to do a cruise. I'm not a fat, big fan of cruises. What? kind of make me sick, nauseous. Oh, I get that thing. I need to like take one of those, what is it? Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I actually threw up in my glass when the last cruise that I went on. <laughs> I was like, rah! And I just like threw it right in the cup. I was like, yes. At least I didn't make, I didn't embarrass myself. <laughs> Nobody saw. <laughs> Way to be discreet. <sighs> you know, always on my PI. Can't turn it off. <laughs> Give it to me, Joe. What are you saying? There's, you a, there's a lot of shady stuff that happens on cruise ships, I'm oh sure. Oh my god, oh, I love it. What is it? I'm if <laughs> I could get a case on a cruise ship. I know. It's over drinking and 
Serving yeah. minors is a big deal. Like they yeah. settle oh, yeah. crazy amounts of like rape cases out oh, of court every yeah. year. I bet. Because it's international waters, right? So it's actually FBI right. that has to process instead right. of, you know, a state. Oof. Messy. I would never like send my child on one. You remember years and years ago, the, the, the girl that went missing in Aruba, wasn't that a school trip? I think they did find her like way later. I don't know. Oh, I was looking into your ring doorbells. Did you see yeah. my post? Oh, yes. man. So we got to <laughs> put out like a red flag disclaimer to everybody that owns a ring doorbell. I was watching Good Morning America, which I never watch. But they were talking about people that were hacking into the ring doorbells. Yes, that's a thing. And, uh, you know, what was happening. And there was two stories that they were talking about. One of them was they were actually watching the kennel that the dog was in. And the woman had gotten the bed and the guy hacked into the security system and he was, you know, like, I, I see you. I fucking see you. I mean, he was just, you know, being obnoxious, really. I mean, Immature. I don't know how much you can, like, make people do while you're talking to them through their speaker system. I mean, you know, it's kind of weird. But anyways, yeah. he he basically was like, I see your dog. I see you. And, you know, they were all scared. The other one, which was really very scary was a little girl she was probably like six or seven and uh, he had hacked into the security system and he was telling her that she could destroy her room and break her tv and like your parents won't care don't worry about it you know just tear up your room and the poor little child she was in there you know looking around trying to figure out what in the world was going on and she eventually calls for her mom and so mom you know comes and gets her and everything's okay but of course, Ring Doorbell says, we set up this system properly for you guys not to be hacked. And basically, just like with anything else, human operator error, you need to make sure that you are going by the protocols or whatever of the system properly so that you can be safe. And so they were saying that you just need, instead of like, say... I have my Ring Doorbell system and Lindsay lives with me. So instead of giving Lindsay my username and password, I just need to, cor I mean, connect a... I mean, <laughs> create a separate profile. Thank you. Underneath the same. Create another profile. Yes. So two usernames and two passwords. So like an admin and then another user. Right. And then that way, if one of you gets hacked or blocked or locked out or whatever, you could delete that one and then use the other one. Right. Probably to have at least one admin and then the admin has access to their own personal user account also. And then that way, you know, if it were the admin account that were hacked. That's right. what I would think. So I have well, a friend who was telling me something about that. But if you had the admin account, they'd say you want to do your two, the two way identifier. What do they call it? The two step verification. Yes. Yeah. As long as you do the two step verification and everybody has their own login and sign in, that right, will right. be the best way to try to protect you from people hacking into your system. Were you telling me about your friend that? Yeah, so I have a friend on Facebook. You know, we're we're kind of acquaintances. Is she your real friend or is she just a... No, I really know her. And she and I are still friends on Facebook and she's super cool. But she did a career change and I don't know if she did my computer career or something like that, but she started learning IT and going to school for it. And while she was doing that, she was getting all these individual certifications and posting about it on Facebook, her progress and all that stuff. She was very active on Facebook. I remember specifically one post that she made about she was so excited to hack into security systems at school. And that's mm -hmm. what they were learning how to do was hack into these unsecure cameras in, and she said it was mostly kennels in other countries. So I guess they had to do that through school, certain laws and stuff, privacy laws. But that's what she was seeing was she was learning, you know, as a student in school right here in Raleigh, 
how to hack in and look at dogs and kennels. And I know I've kenneled my dog before and she had a, a camera in her own little private room because she's a princess. <laughs> like we could, we could talk to her through a microphone and everything. It's very common for people to be able to hack into these cameras. So the article Jamie's talking about starts out where this, this couple had the camera in their bedroom. Right. Looking at the dog. That's, so they claim it was there for them to like check in on their dog and see what their dog is doing. But a weird come place on. to put a ring doorbell. Yeah. Why did you put that <laughs> looking at your bed? Really? Did Not you? the smartest thing you've ever done. That's freaky. Yeah. I mean, people are going to, they're going to pick on you well, as you soon as, if they're like flipping through channels of people's doorbells and shit and they see one looking at a bed. I mean, you just left yourself wide open there. Right. That was not uh, smart. You know, I don't know if I would, I don't no. really believe in cameras in the house. I mean, I'm, I think if they're facing a door, you know, right. or, or a point of entry from right. the home, then that is smart. Right. But if it's just looking at my bed. Well, then yeah. you might as well have it outside if it's just looking at the door. Right. Well, you got to think when when people are entering your well, home do you from the outside. Inside, that, what do you need to see that's going on inside the house? I mean, if the if whole I'm, point of a security system is to be able to identify the person exactly who, who's breaking in or, or that is not supposed to be stealing. there, right? And so that's why you would have one facing your door from the inside so that you could identify that person, right? So strategically place your cameras not above your bed, but facing points of entry of your home, safes, things like that. <laughs> you know, your things business. where you might want to know that they're breaking in. Yeah, but if you want to, I mean, anything is possible in the world of technology. And hacking. So, I mean, just people just need to keep it Don't that in have mind. a social media account. Don't have an right. email. Don't go, don't I mean, register yourself anymore. Don't live in <laughs> don't live in fear either, but, you know. I think you're right on. Use two-factor authentication because the most common way stuff gets hacked is it's called brute password hacks. They'll run a script that'll just try a bunch of usernames and passwords all day we long. We know we've got somebody that can do stuff <laughs> like that. Sorry. Yeah, because I build a lot of websites, and that's how they get hacked. Somebody will index a page. Yeah. And so, like, for for that, you just say, all right, if you try three times in an hour, shut them down. That's a very efficient way to do it. And most hackers are genuinely lazy. And so if you have two-factor authentication turned on, they're not going to work that hard. Right. They're going to go get somebody else. Right. Right. Let me find somebody that doesn't have that and move on. And even if they do get your username and password, it shoots your phone a text that's like, hey, your ring doorbell is trying to log in from here. I don't know if you've got Apple or if you've seen that before, but. That's really handy. Well, I haven't. Right. I don't have my ring doorbell yet. It's on my Christmas list. It's on the Christmas Santa. list. Yes, but it it can only be outside. Yeah, that guy yeah. said he was Santa in that I have girl's bedroom that you were talking about that video. <gasps> oh, you saw that? I was just reading about it. Oh, okay, so creepy. He said, "Yeah, he, he was like, you can tear up your room. You can mm-hmm. you can bust your TV." And she was like, "Oh my gosh, mommy!" And Aww. I was like, "Why didn't you call for her earlier?" That makes me angry. Like I talked to my daughter through the baby monitor in her room. It's That's got a weird. little microphone on it. What? It's not weird. We used to have a video one when she was really tiny, but it didn't live for very long after we moved so many times. But it's just a little audio monitor. Um, and it's got like a little starlight projector on it. So she loves it. And so when she wakes up in the morning and I'm not ready to go and get her yet, you know, I just talk to her through a monitor and I say, hey, honey, just play with your toys for a few minutes before mommy comes in there. But if somebody else were to talk to her, she would freak out. And so would I. I will find you. That's already weird. Why is that weird? Ah. <sighs> It works. It keeps her calm. It does. I, I, they yeah. have that drop-in feature on What is on Alexa's. Alexa? Yes. That's weird. Oh, I don't have anything set up with Alexa at all. But the, like, like, I turn off everything on my phone and my computer. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the way that they listen to you. I was reading something once about 
your what is what's the google one siri and alexa um and all those so you know that's another way that hackers can can access you through your devices so let's say that have you ever paid a bill over the phone and you're doing the automated bill payment and you're doing it on speaker so like I did that today and I thought about it while I was doing it I was like this is so stupid I'm so glad that I have everything turned off on my phone and blocked but when you do that you know you're you're inputting your credit card information and it reads it back to you it reads back your credit card information on speaker and it asks you to verify for one, for yes, press one. For no, press two. And if you've got something listening to you, they've just heard your credit card information, you know, including the three-digit code on the back, including your address, your name, recording you saying yes or no. So all of these things that can be hacked into it, it it's, it's kind of serious. I guess I'm just not that important. I guess if you have a angry a person of interest, ex-spouse who wants to... We had that client one time with the crazy, you know, she hired us because her husband that she was trying to leave was abusive and crazy and listening to her and put devices in her vehicle and was listening to her throughout the house with all these little bugs. And for what? She wasn't doing anything. He was just nuts. Yeah. People are crazy. You don't know what they're going to do. I know. That's why I just err on the side of caution. I don't want Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. Just turn it off. I'm shutting down my damn Facebook after today. (laughs) (laughs) I want no more parts of Uh, it. It's one of those things where if you think about it, it just gets scarier and scarier. Right. It does. Well, okay. So, uh, you know, a little advice. On your Google account, there is a GPS notification or GPS, you know, what's the word? Your geolocation. Yes, your geolocation. Thank you. So anytime, I mean, even if I have an iPhone and I'm signed into my Gmail account, somebody can sign on to, you know, my timeline and see exactly where I've been and what I've done. And we actually busted one guy that we were doing a a domestic surveillance on because he had, you know, took a uh, rental car into wherever, whatever state that he was going in. And we didn't have any way to watch him and see exactly what he was doing. And he stayed at a hotel and there was like a strip club or something right behind his hotel. So even if he were to like move across the street, we would have to have somebody out there the whole night to see, you know, what exactly he was doing. Well, his phone told us pretty much that he had left, went across the street to the strip club. Oh, cool. Because it was in his pocket. Right. Because he had the phone on him. So nice. That shut him down. So I don't know. Just if you're out there being sneaky, just know. What do they say? Who's that guy who's always watching? <laughs> who's big always brother? Watching? Yeah, big brother. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> yeah, Santa. Santa and big him. brother. Yeah, they're always watching. We got an email this week that was pretty interesting Ooh, from that. a novelist. And she's a local novelist. And she looked up Jamie somehow. I don't know. She probably emailed a bunch of PIs. But because Jamie owns company. And we um, answer our phone. This novelist sent us some of her information. I guess she wanted some help with character building. So I thought that was kind of neat. Oh, she she's just, doing research? Yeah. So she, she writes fictional novels. And she sent us the, she was like, just Google my name. You'll find me. And I looked her up and she's got some legit novels out there. And some of them have won awards. Some of them, one of them was on Target's must read list. So I think it's interesting. So she basically requested just... Um, to interview us and ask us some basic questions so that she could build for her characters and her story. And I guess she she must be writing some type of story where 
a woman is going to hire a private investigator to follow her husband. And so she wants to be able to, you know, use the correct sites and everything and name, you know, some of the technology that we use. And she wasn't completely correct in the way that she named everything in the email, but, you know, that's why she's reaching out. So I emailed her back today and, you know, Jamie's, Jamie's take on it, it's the business owners kind of like, you know, that's really cool and all, but here's Lindsay, like <laughs> talk to her, I'm busy. So I'm going to see if she's interested because, you know, while I'm learning all this stuff, I figured, you know, maybe, maybe some of the more established PIs would be less inclined to talk to her, but I've always wanted to write a book, any type of book. And I've looked into it a couple of times. I've talked to a couple of publishers. So I think it's neat what she's doing and I'm going to see, maybe can I help her out and maybe we can keep the podcast updated on how everything goes. Yeah. Love it. Need to know if the claim is legitimate? Get professional documentation from experts who understand workers' compensation. A PI can covertly document your claimant's activities and provide necessary video evidence, research, or recorded statements so that you can conclude if the claim is valid. Get to the bottom of it with Blackman Detective Services. Can we talk about Stumptown? Stumptown. This week's episode of Stumptown is called The Other Woman, right? Yes. All right, so at first when I saw that, right before I... So I watched this last night at like 2 a.m. Because I finally moved again. Or finally moved again. I'm finally like all moved in and I have like my living room set up. And after the baby was asleep and the husband fell asleep, I was like, oh, I'm watching Netflix. So I stayed up really late watching The Crown and trying to get caught up on oh, all, my, all my stuff. I, like I love show. The Crown. Yeah. yeah. They have new actors, which is weird. But I anyways. Wish they, that's kind of weird that they yeah. did that. It didn't keep me after The Crown. I mean, it didn't keep me after they changed the actors. I, I was close, but the actors they chose were, were pretty good. So so anyways... Game of Thrones was still on, so I was like, who cares about The Crown? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you finished that. <laughs> okay, so so that's why I watched Stumptown so late. And when I first saw that it was called The Other Woman, I was like, <gasps> they're going to find out about... Or they're going to find out. I told you that was over. About Liz. I told you that was over. Yeah, you're right. She's gone. It was over. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what it was. It's so good. So let's, can we go by character by character? I haven't quite figured out how we like to talk about Stumptown yet. I know. (laughs) By the time I figure it out, it'll probably be over. But you first. (sighs) So many things. So they start off the show how? Sue Lynn comes to her and she oh, she's go. going to hire her as uh, she wants to be her client. And, so, and somebody's trying to um, hurt her. A couple of things. So they were like, the first time they stole my wallet and, you know, somebody tried to give me some bad information. And next thing she said, they tried to set a honey trap. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. I was like, that's so cute, Sue Lynn. So she's like, I know. They sent a guy, and he was my type. <laughs> and <laughs> it was too good to be true, essentially. She said he came on just a little too hard, and he stayed just a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I knew. And so she's like, Yeah. And Dex is like, You know, whatever. Yeah. I don't think anybody's trying to kill you. While they're having their conversation, her car blows up in the parking lot. <laughs> and she's like, Do you believe me now? And Dex is like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So I'm in. So of course they want to talk to the cops, but of course Ulin does not want to talk to the cops because she so, doesn't trust them. Right. So there's kind of something right there that that does come into play with us sometimes as PIs. Right. Um, 
you know, we do attract people who are have either gone that route and didn't get the answer that they were looking for for right. for whatever reason. The police couldn't get that answer for them or are just untrusting to begin with or maybe they have their own type of shady past, you know, but but Sulin being her political figure that she is, she she already believes that the police don't have her best interest in mind. So Liz is in the picture. Okay, so the first thing we see is Liz draws this, you know. She did artwork of Dex. Excellent picture of Dex. I kind of feel like maybe that was like a reference to, didn't you say it was a comic book? Yeah. Yeah, because that's it was what kind I of, thought. Yeah, it was it kind was of a comic, comic book. book. If it yeah. wasn't, it was just weird that she like, and I drew this picture of you. Right. And she was like, it doesn't and look like, anything they, like They've me. not established her as an artist at all thus far. Oh, she does everything, but she's just, she's everything. She's perfect, remember? She is absolutely everything. So Ansel, she's of course. I know she is. I mean, how would you react to somebody that you didn't know very well drew a very detailed picture of you? And it's like, here you go. I, I, I love weird. that. <laughs> you yeah. love it? Yeah. I'm like, why are you looking Can at me so hard? <laughs> you're like the guy that's like your number one fan. Like, what is up with you? Why? I told you I like people like that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that's my problem. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> Let's be friends. <laughs> don't so be weird. my friend. <laughs> I don't want any friends. <laughs> I thought that everything was going to hit the fan when she took Ansel to the baseball game. I didn't like that. But you got to remember, she's Dex is not Ansel's mom. She's his big sister. It doesn't matter. And he's 21. It doesn't matter. She pretty much is his caregiver. She is his caregiver. And but she's, she is concerned about what's happening, which is obviously why she put the name on the list for Hoffman. Hoffman. Mm. <laughs> which one is he? Hoffman. Hoffman. To, like that uh, one time you were like, Hoffler. Yeah. There's <laughs> a guy at my church named Hoffler. That's why I got oh, it okay. from. Yeah. Okay. I want him to be on the show. No. <laughs> I don't want to really get confused. Show. Exactly. <laughs> so Liz takes Ansel to a baseball game, right? She's drawn the picture of Dex. Ansel has asked, can he work at the bar? Right? Right. Because, and that's when we learn that he's 21. He's so cute. Um, and we also learn that Liz is getting $20 an hour. Right. And she's like, because Ansel asked Liz, he was like, so how much are you making? She was like, he overpays me with $20 an hour. That's a lot. For a bartender, you're supposed to be making tips. Yes, Ansel wants to get a better position at the Bad Alibi so that he can be a, a better bartender and make more money. And then he wants to be a cool bartender like Liz, right? Because she's the <laughs> he was a little insulted when he was like, "I want to train you from the best bartender," and he was like, "Oh, who, Liz?" And he was like, "No, me. <laughs> I'm Aww, yeah, I'm the one. Well, he owns it. It's so. all about me." Well, it's not about you anymore. When your pretty girl comes and smiles in your face, you have to go with the pretty girl. <laughs> yeah well i mean that's real life it is so anyway so dex is working the case for sulin and she's trying to find out who is trying to kill her or trying to hurt her so in order to do this you know sulin lives on the reservation and so that's immediately where the case takes dex right so she kind of stops at this i guess it must be like the entrance to the reservation is at this little bridge and And her friend is there her old friend. Her old friend. She so. hasn't seen him since the the ex died. Oh, yeah. And he lives in this really cool, like, pop-up camper. That's a life right there. I would do that. He's got all these string lights outside. He's on a little pond. He's super chill. So she just takes some beer over to her friend's house, and he's so excited to see her. You know, he he's native. He lives on the res. And um, <laughs> it sounds weird when I say that. <laughs> but uh, So that as she's there, walks up is... The other woman. Ooh, hey, that's where the other title came from. The title. The other woman. 
No, it came from both. I know, but I just realized that this was half of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we meet Benny's baby mama. Right. Who is, I don't know what her name is. His wife. Baby mama oh. and wife. He did marry her? Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Because she Which was one of Which is weird because when Benny died, they found the engagement ring in his pocket. That's why I'm confused. Right. But I thought they were married. I don't. Re- you're going to get engaged to Dex while, you mar- while you're married to this other lady? Well, What's he could have on? had the baby in process before he chose to go and follow Dex, which is what I think happened. Oh, yeah. We don't know. And so Dex is in, in you know, this. Because uh, she was 16 and who? the daughter. Oh. From no. the first episode. She was 16. Yeah. And in this episode, they were saying that he died 12 years ago. So she was four when he died. And that's why she remembers Dex. From pre her father's death. Okay. Yeah. Timeline. Very good. Thanks. Dex and I don't know what her name is, baby mama, end up uh, working out their differences because they're forced to by Sue Lynn. Dex had to have a guide to take her throughout the reservation. Right. And baby mama was assigned by Sue Lynn to be Dex's guide. And so they go to, I guess they're having like a tribal council or whatever, which I, they made it appear as though during this council, there were kind of like board members or whatever sitting there. And then the the community was coming to them with issues. So Dex is sitting there and she, she has already done her PI work on the side and she's secretly watching this council meeting. And she knew that there was a cell phone. Burner um, phone. Yeah, a burner phone. And so I guess she had the phone number for it. And so while she was watching the council meeting, she called the phone number and it rang inside this kid's pocket. And she's like, oh, well, there's my guy. And it's like case closed. Kind Ugh. of. So they found out the guy who was basically trying, he wasn't really, was he trying to hurt Sulin? He wanted to scare her. Okay. He wanted to scare Sulin. And so that's why he was uh, blowing up the car and, you know, just bothering her. Uh-huh. His uncle was Sulin's right-hand man. Is Sulin's right hand man, right? Like he's and always so, with her, like her butler, right? And so just like Dex <laughs> went with Tapper and the girl to this little meeting, she sets up this meeting between Sulin, her uh, right hand man, and his nephew. And you know she's what? like, right. "Look, they do that a lot in the show, That's and that is so Hollywood." Hollywood. Like there, in no case have we ever. I don't know. It's correct never me like if I'm that. wrong. Do we? Like, crack the case, we find out, we locate somebody. We don't ever bring that person that we've located and, like, casually sit them down at a diner with the client and then the have them confront each other and us, like, mediate. But I really want to do thing. that. But it's it like is the ultra thing. happy TV ending. It's like how Scooby-Doo would end. They'd pull right. off the mask. Right. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Those meddling kids. But there are a lot of PIs who actually do that. I think the reason we don't do that is because a lot of times the other party is represented by an attorney. And we can't cross lines. Yeah. So in these instances, a lot of the cases are undercover. Yeah. Right. I don't think I've ever heard of anything in Stumptown where she's working with a lawyer or for a lawyer. Never. Or together. Never. In partnership with a law firm. She's not done any of those things. I mean, every time each case is about a friend of hers that she knows. Or somebody that she knew. Where gets around. (laughs) The whole thing takes place in one city. So. Yeah, but if we had that much popping off in Raleigh, we'd be, you know, good to go. 
I mean, all my friends would have a case. I think right, the reason yeah. <laughs> like, all, all, all the baby mamas would have a case. Right. I mean, Everybody we know yeah. through networking would hire us. <laughs> I don't know a soul on my you know friends list who has an active case going on right now that they would need a, a private investigator. I think the reason you guys are having a hard time remembering how the episode went is because the ending was so crazy. No, I don't. I remember that part. <laughs> so the okay, it's like can all I, this other stuff happened, and then the ending happened. And, and so That's here, what yes, I remember exactly. Here's the important part. Uh, Gray encourages Dex and Liz to hang out together while they're because, gambling and drinking. Wait a minute, he didn't know that was going to happen. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He knows Dex. He did, but she had a but he thought he knew Liz bag full of chips. Yeah, but he thought he knew Liz. That's right. That's, that's not she gets she gets just as much fault in my if not more. I like her more now. Do you? She's more normal. She's disgusting. What? She's more regular. That is not regular. How are you going to sleep with your boyfriend and then turn around and sleep with his best friend? Oh, yeah. That's wrong. Where are you at? <laughs> Hello? Uh, Damn. Am I going to... Cliff, call me. <laughs> Cliff's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> no. I had, a, I had a suspicion the instant they like the scene cut and they went to the... And I think... I just looked over my were wife at and table. I was like, this isn't, this isn't going to end well. Right. Oh, <laughs> they did the a good first, job. I mean, they the were first looking at hug, each other. No, the first hug. As soon as she hit that first, them two eights or yeah. something. And she was like, ah! She was it's like, like they're hooking up. For and sure. Like, That's, <laughs> no, but then they wake up in the bed together. Boom, 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 boom. I yeah. cannot wait. She's no? just a train wreck. She <laughs> <Yeah>. just. <laughs> Dex did not know. That she, she was going to like her shit. until she was lucky. And I knew that that was going to happen as soon as, what do you call it, said first-timer's luck. Mm-hmm. She was like, when, wait a um, minute, you're a craps virgin? Yeah. Was like, and I was oh, like, uh-oh. And beginner's luck. Well, he should have known then that this was getting ready to be a problem. They start taking them shots, and that was it. He's going to forgive them. Do you think? Yeah. Or is he going to be mad at Dex? He should be mad at He's going to be mad at Liz. He's going to be like, oh, I knew Dex would do that. But I think you? he'll be mad at her because they made a point of drawing it out in the plot multiple times that he told her that she he really liked this girl. Yeah. Like he, they made a big deal out of it more than once. Oh, he's going like, to be, really he's gonna be like mad at Liz. Girl, no. He's going to be okay with Dex. Oh, no. I think he's going to be pissed with both of them. I think he's going to be mad at Dex and forgive really? Liz. <gasps> you do? Because mm-hmm. that's the way that they're setting Liz. it up. I think they're setting it up because this Liz is like a secret spy. She's like bad news. Like yeah. I, just th- I think they're setting she it up to news. find out something, something big reveal kind of towards the end. Well, I think she's a plot for Dex. I think that she's been planted in there to, yeah, by yeah. Artie or something. I think it's, that's what's going to happen. It's right. going to be some weird. It's either like, Artie or what's our course our criminal guy? Yeah, Kane. Kane. Artie or Kane or just like some random person I don't we know. have I not still yet like met. It. You know what though? Like honestly, I don't growing like her up. At all. I've always Are you Liz? rooted for the villain. You're Liz. I love villains. <laughs> She's Liz. What? Damn it, Liz. <laughs> Don't do that stuff. What? You can't take You're looking at me like it's you can't you. blame me for anything Liz did. <laughs> Why do you like Liz? I don't want you to like Liz. Because I like the bad guy. I always like the bad guy. She's not the bad well. Like even like cartoons growing up. Like the Rugrats, Angelica was my favorite, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Like Tommy. Tommy Pickles, <laughs> you like the the baby? He was sweet. He wanted everything to go right. Angelica was funny though. Well, how many anyway. more episodes of the Stump Town do we have left? One, right? Joe, there's there's one more coming out. <laughs> it's called uh, Dex Education. She goes undercover yes. as a high school teacher. 
Did you already watch it? I was going to watch it today. I don't think it's out yet. I wonder what the legalities of that are. You can't legally do that. Do what? You'd have to be hired like by the school system or something. You can't just walk up in a public school. Hollywood. Dex can do whatever she wants. That's why I got caught all up with her and I was ready to go to jail for like assault (laughs) charges and shit. Because I forgot this is TV. There was a moment at the beginning of the show when you're like, I went to jail. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Did we ever, do we ever get another Ask the Sleuth? No. Oh. Sad. I know that people can be looking forward to hearing us on our friend's new podcast. The Ain't Shit Show. No, the other one. (laughs) We could be on that too. That'd be cool. Uh, Girls Who Do Stuff. We're going to do a little crossover thing with them. I'd love to have them on our show too. So Girls Who Do Stuff. Who do they... that's, I don't know. Sounds like Joe, Joe tell us about Girls Who Do Stuff because it, it's not entirely identical to like a girl version of your show, is it? It's a very similar premise. They're going to talk right. to business owners, entrepreneurs, just people who do stuff in the area. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Their personalities. I like them both. Yes. I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm just excited to be on somebody else's podcast. We've been on like multiple. No, <laughs> we've been on ours and Joe's. <laughs> Stop that. What? Don't be mean. Uh, this is a non-mean That's day. the truth. We're here for you when you want to know the truth. <laughs> I know. What do y'all want to know? What do you guys need to hear? What do you need to ask of the sleuths? We want to hear from you. Are you stuck in a complicated situation and you just need some advice? Email your story to askthesleuth at gmail.com and we'll read it on air. We'll give our opinion and so might our guests. We'll talk through your situation, but don't worry. We'll keep all of your information confidential. That's askthesleuth at gmail.com. Blackman Detective Services. Check out our website at blackmanpi.com and follow us on Facebook. We don't sleuth shame. Subscribe to The Sleuth on your favorite podcast app if you really want to know.